One, two, three, four. This is a mediocre show with no particular niche, baby. It's always about hanging out. Maybe we'll laugh at some stuff. Maybe we'll learn something new. But it's always about hanging out, me and you. Welcome to That Thing with James. I'm your host, James, and this is a podcast about nothing in particular. So, yes, if you're new to the show, this is, uh, well, yeah, it's about nothing in particular. It's just some something to keep you company. If you are driving, if you're cooking, if you're wiping your child's bum and needs something on in the background, why not make it this show? So, um, last in the last episode, I attempted... And I do not feel I, oh my God, my headphones are so creaky. I think I need to oil them or something. Hold on. It's like anytime I move my jaw, it goes in my ear. Do you have a problem? Do you, do you have the thing where you're driving and the window, you have your window up, your driver's side window up and it just, it, it makes this little noise, like a slight rattle or a creak or something constantly. And it's because it's just loose. Like maybe it's wedged in there too tight. Maybe the gears have it up too tight. Or maybe the weather sealant isn't quite as secure on it as it could be simply because of, you know, thermal expansion or contraction. And, and you're driving and you just hear this incessant, uh, interminable creaking or, or, or some kind of noise. So then you try to adjust it. You know, you just, you barely hit the, uh, the scroll down button on the window and perhaps you hit it a little too hard and it goes all the way down and you get blasted in the face with wind when you didn't mean to. So you have to roll the window back up all the way and that creaking is still going on. So then finally you test it again. You just barely, you go just like that, just a little, just to get the window like a centimeter, if even that, little bit further down just to make the creaking stop. And the creaking does stop, but then you hear a slight sort of a whistling or a humming kind of a sound because now just a slight amount of wind is working its way up between the weather sealer, the weather sealant, and the window itself. And uh, and then perhaps maybe a few seconds later after you notice that, the window just keeps creaking again. So you scroll it fully back up, you know, with the, with the button. I, do they even make cars anymore that have the little turn crank for the windows? But you scroll the window back, all the way back up, and the sound is gone. The creaking has stopped. The wind has stopped making its noise through the tiny, tiny crevice through which it was creeping. And then a few moments later, that fucking window creak noise starts coming back. And no matter what you do, no matter what, just something. It's just fucking something. You're trying to vibe to your music. You got away. 
You got away. You managed to find a time when perhaps there's no traffic if you live in a, a populous, uh, even a somewhat populous city. It's something. You know, everything's fine. And then that little fucking creaking pops in. It's always something, isn't it? It's always fucking something. And while I'm paused, I should advertise. I have a uh, Patreon account for this show in which I post bonus content and bonus episodes. Every time I do one of these episodes, like the one you are experiencing right now, this is a free episode. I also post a bonus episode that same day. Okay. So after I'm recording, after I've finished recording this episode, I shall then, after recharging the camera a bit, commence recording the premium bonus episode. And if you want access to those and to the other bonus content and perks you could get, I encourage you to at least consider becoming a patron at patreon.com slash that thing with James. Save a pigeon, feed an artist. The, the idea is that I am the artist and that I will eat a pigeon unless you become a patron. And to those of you who are already patrons, I thank you. You rock. Your contributions are, I appreciate them very much. Uh, once again, that's patreon.com slash that thing with James. You can also, while we're on the topic of, you know, promoting myself, TikTok. I'm on TikTok. My handle there is at TTWJ Productions. I am on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is at James J. Asher at those. I have a subreddit, r slash that thing with James. And I have a show slash business email, that thing with James at gmail.com. All of that information is written in the episode description for your convenience. Now, back to the topic at hand. Noises on the window, be it wind somehow seeping in through the slightest of open spaces, or just an incessantly creaking window right beside your fucking head, or something that just will not stop rattling. Is that how your life is? Because that's how mine is. It's always it's always fucking something. It's always fucking something. Everything, everything is just so needlessly complicated. Do you experience that? Needless complications? Uh, because I do. Much like I am experiencing dry mouth right now. I, I, let, me, let me take a sip of water real quick. As usual, I always do that. I drink a lot of water and I pee a lot. Let me drink some water right now. Maybe I'll think about pissing myself in a when I'm done drinking the water. Yeah, man. It's always something. Let me tell you. Let me tell you this. This I shall say unto thee. I have paid my taxes because they are due on April 
18th? Yes, Tuesday, April 18th. Meaning, if you are a tax-paying adult citizen of the United States of America, and if you are that and are also consuming this podcast episode right here, this one at this moment, and if you are those two things. If you are and are doing the all of the above, plus if you have not yet paid your taxes, then I hate to break it to you because you missed the deadline. You are late on your taxes and you're going to have to pay a fine for that. I don't know how much, but... Uh, you either missed your taxes on purpose or on accident, but either way, a fine will be leveled upon your head. Yes, it's true, uh, because I'm currently recording this as these words come out of my mouth and as my GoPro camera captures the movements of my mm, juicy voluptuous lips. Oh, look at that. I've even got a little freckle on my top lip right there. It's like a little Marilyn Monroe uh, accent mark on my lip. Mm. I am recording this on Sunday, 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 April 16th, year 2023 at currently 11.01 a.m. Central Time. And this show will not come out until, uh, well, um, five days from now, Friday. I think that's five days. The show comes out following Friday. I record Sunday, release on, on Friday, the following Friday. And, uh, well, yeah, that's, that's a few days after the tax deadline. But I got ahead of it. I got ahead of it because this past week, this past week, I... Um, I paid taxes. I paid my taxes. And I think it was on a Wednesday, perhaps, or perhaps it was a Thursday evening. It was already, already a needlessly complicated week. I have had just like a string of needlessly fucking complicated uh, weeks through no fault of my own. Okay. And, and I had a moment, I was like, okay, I'm going to pay my taxes here. I started using a different website than I used to use. And, uh, well, I'm not going to give you an exact number, but I will say this. I am, uh, for my day job, I am self-employed. So the tax documents I receive are not W-2s or 4s, whichever it is, they're not a W. I get 1099-NEC. I just get 1099s, and that's what you get when you're self-employed. And when you are self-employed, you have to pay all of your own taxes. That is to say, the person who is contracting you, unless you have some sort of real special agreement worked out, uh, they don't help, you know, they don't match any portion of your taxes. So it all falls on you as a self-employed person, as an, uh, uh, 
an entrepreneur. Although I, I don't know that I would consider myself an entrepreneur necessarily because entrepreneurs in the traditional sense are fucking annoying. They're like as bad, if not worse than a, you know, car dealership salesman or salesman in general. Entrepreneurs are just salesmen, really. Anyway, um, where was I going? Yes, you pay all of your own taxes, and it's lovely that it goes to, uh, you know, um, what is it, Social Security and Medicare, um, but I'm not receiving Social Security. Uh, I, I think it goes toward my own Social Security account. And then for Medicare, I, well, I guess it goes toward my Medicare for when I can apply to it. But man, what fucking good does that do me right now? I paid, and again, I'm not going to go into specific numbers here, but I paid over half of uh, what I had in my bank account uh, in taxes. And, you know, I'm fine with paying taxes, but at the same time, it's really fucking painful because it's a whole lot. It's a whole lot for me. Like it is not, it, it is not a soft hit on the wallet. Meanwhile, people in this country, uh, for whom, you know, any any amount of taxes would be like nothing to them, they don't have to pay fucking taxes. And the taxes I'm paying in general altogether, what the fuck am I getting for them? Yes, we get, you know, streets, but the fucking streets are full of potholes all the time. The infrastructure's fucking crumbling all the time. We don't get fucking, you know, free health care for anything. We barely, we don't get, sh we barely get fucking anything. Everything's falling apart. And it's like, what the fuck is the point of giving so much of my money if it's not going to help you know, a lot. And uh, this is not a libertarian anti-taxation slash, well, taxation is theft thing. That's not what I'm trying to say. What I'm trying to say is uh, it, it's just a real fucking kick in the dick to have to pay so much when I've already got so fucking little. Um, and to just exist in a, a crumbling fascist country that just only seems to be, you know, getting more crumbly and fascisty every fucking week. Anyway, um, so that, that, you know, that was just one thing. And then it was just like a death from a thousand little cuts. I, I just really uh, would like things to get just a little bit easier. Like, give me one fucking week. Like, give me one full week uh, where things just aren't needlessly complicated. Like, every single week, it uh, perhaps it could be considered a good week, like a chill week, if there's only one day where things just blow the fuck up for no good reason. You know, I, why can there not be a, a full week? C 
can there be a full seven days of like full seven? What's 24 times seven? Math. What is that? 14 math. Full week where not a single day goes by, you know, not a single day becomes needlessly complicated. I ask for that. I challenge the universe to just give me one week, okay? So how about this? I challenge the universe. I challenge the fates. I scream. I look up. I fall to my knees, look up to the sky and scream to God. I dare you. I double dog dare you. Make this fucking week from this moment because it's Sunday right now at the time of this recording. It's Sunday right now. It's the beginning of this week. I double dog dare you to make it so so that this entire week from this moment right now, because things have already become needlessly complicated this morning, from this moment right now until uh, the, the relatively same moment seven days hence, I double dog, triple down, double decker dare you to not let things become just so unnecessarily fucking complicated for no good reason. Cut the bullshit. Cut the bullshit. Hold on. I need, I need some more water. Hold on. I told you I'm a thirsty boy. I'll say this, man. I'll say this. While I was taking my little, my little break to, you know, gather, gather myself just then, I heard in my mind's ear the perspective of mindfulness gurus. Perhaps you've encountered them on your ventures into the World Wide Web. Perhaps on social media accounts. Mindfulness. Practice mindfulness. Be here now. Breathe. Focus on your breathing. Breathe in. Breathe out. <sighs> Practice mindfulness. Don't hold on to anything too, too tightly. Let thoughts and moments pass by like clouds from one side of your window to the other. Clouds floating in the sky. I've been studying and practicing that kind of stuff for over a decade now. And I have learned something that I personally feel that a lot of the, uh, you know, let's call them mindfulness whites, because they're usually very white and annoying. I mean, I'm white too, but I'm cool, you know. The mindfulness whites. There's one thing. It, it becomes like a sort of a toxic positivity. Are you familiar with that concept? There's toxic, you know, of course, toxic ne negativity. But there's also, it's the same thing. It's just with a different, you know, a different look, different packaging. Toxic positivity. It's the same thing as toxic negativity. Um, 
it's toxic because uh, when I see these like mindfulness mindfulness people with their highly curated high production value like you know TikToks or whatever, I just know that they are fucking simmering underneath, and it's because. And not everyone. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to uh, create some sort of monolith here. I'm, I don't want to fall into that sort of a fallacy. But what I'm trying to say is that when you encounter something, uh, especially on social media, that presents itself as perfect or having found serenity, full serenity, um, just know. Just rest assured before, if you feel so inclined to uh, feel less than uh, in comparison when confronted with that sort of material, do please understand that the material uh, uh, of which or to which you are being exposed, that material is a fantasy. It is a fantasy. Because the real motherfuckers, the real mindfulness motherfuckers, monks and shit like that, will tell you that yes, indeed, there is always fucking something. It's always fucking something. And yes, indeed, no matter how hard or soft or loosely or acutely you try to stay centered try to stay in the here and now you will not you will get pissed off you will get annoyed you will get frustrated you will lose sleep you will get worn out you will feel exasperated you will cry you will go to your car and feel the urge to just scream, but you're in a parking lot, so you you know you get on a road where there's traffic, and you just scream there because you know there's a less chance of someone hearing you scream your fucking hair out of your head. Um, that happens, and there's nothing you can do to stop it. There's nothing you can do to stop it. And there's nothing wrong with that because practice is the key. The whole thing behind the mindfulness and uh, the presence and the meditation and the, 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 um, uh, the Buddha and the Tao and all that stuff is that, uh, you're going to fail in your efforts, inevitably, a lot. Things will be messy. They will be very fucking messy until, well, you die. And then you don't really know uh, what, if anything, happens after that moment. And if stuff does happen after that, uh, well, frankly, don't be surprised if it's messy too. <laughs> but the thing is, the point is, you can't control that. You can't control that. So when you, when you are faced with perf perfection, or dare I say, or I should say, the illusion 
of perfection, the illusion of serenity, the illusion of, you know, answers, do understand that that is a fantasy. It is a fabrication. It is a manufactured piece of advertisement for something often brought to you by the mindfulness whites. And, um, but the real shit that they are uh, appropriating, I guess, would be the word. Um, utilizing perhaps, uh, for their, for their ad, the real shit, um, accepts that things are messy. There's a concept I really love. It's a, a Japanese phrase. It's a Japanese Zen Buddhist concept, which came, which they got from the Chinese, which they got from the Indians. It is wabi-sabi. Wabi-sabi. It is perfection in imperfection. Wabi-sabi. Perfection in imperfection is, you know, that's the basic idea of it. There's wabi-sabi um, aesthetic, meaning, you know, there are like uh, pieces often, you know, like pottery pieces, um, you know, uh, it, it comes down to like a lot of like mugs, um, vases and stuff like that. There's a uh, wabi-sabi thing where say, like the classic way of making, for example, like a wabi-sabi uh, tea cup would be to create a very, very well-crafted cup, okay? You, do, you work the clay, you get it to... Uh, if not perfection, then damn near perfection. You glaze it, you know, you, you blast it in the kiln, you glaze it, you finish it, and it's done. But it's not ready to be either displayed or sold or ideally uh, gifted to somebody, ideally to a stranger, you know. You've got this perfect, complete cup, but it's actually not complete yet because it is not yet wabi-sabi. Here's the part that makes it wabi-sabi. You take that perfect, almost complete cup and you drop it on a fucking rock or throw it at a wall and it breaks apart into a hundred jagged pieces. Why would you do that? Well, you do it because you pick those pieces back up and you put them together and you patch them together again with a bit more wet clay. You patch it together as, as well as you can. You blast it in the kiln. You, you, you glaze it again so that it doesn't wear out you know, so easily. And you get it into a solid state again. You, you repair it into a solid, solid state Yet, you do not try to hide the blemishes. You do not try to hide the imperfections. You do not hide the cracks that you joined back together, chips that might be missing from the lip of the cup. That is wabi-sabi. 
It is presenting something that tried to be perfect and then broke and didn't get thrown away, but got put back together and is just a little off. Perhaps in, you know, American mentality, you could consider, you could say the cup has character or it's got extra character now, but that that practice and that type, that aesthetic of, of, of artwork is wabi-sabi. And there is a philosophical, a Zen Buddhist philosophical idea behind it, which is essentially perfection in imperfection. It is accepting that things, everything will never be perfect. And that things, everything is impermanent. So it's accepting imperfection and impermanence because nothing is ever perfect and everything is transient. Nothing lasts forever. Nothing. And that, frankly... That mentality is what gives me the most peace. When ev- everything falls apart, whenever I, I just, you know, I get so fucking worn out and it seems like it's never going to end, eventually it does. Sometimes it's just a, a brief mess. Sometimes it actually does take a long time. Sometimes it's years decades of utter suffering. But the point is, it will pass. This too shall pass, you know? It will pass. And when it does, allow it to. Move on. Accept that the storm has gone. The skies are clear at this moment. And you, for now, are still here. And don't get so fucking hung up on the fact that you were in a storm. Don't get hung up on it. Don't get hung up on anxiety that perhaps things will fall apart again. Don't get hung up anticipating the next storm. Just accept that there was a storm. The storm is over. Things are calm, in at least in this immediate moment. And recognize it. Acknowledge it. That's the word I'm looking for. Acknowledge it. There's a phrase uh, Kurt Vonnegut has. I don't remember in what book it is, but uh, he always has nuggets of wisdom in his stories. And there's one, it goes something like, the next da- the next time uh, you experience something that is pleasant, I want you to stop and just say to yourself or just think to yourself, if this isn't nice, then I don't know what is. Which is to say, just acknowledge when things are peaceful because, you know, that won't last forever either. But... Um, it really helps deepen 
uh, your experience of not being in, in the middle of a big storm, a big shit show. Uh, yeah. Okay. That's it for this episode. Um, I have no idea what I'm going to talk about in the bonus episode. Maybe I'll find some more erotic fan fiction. Like maybe I can find some, uh, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog Mpreg fan fiction. I don't know. I don't know. I'm going to take a little break, let the camera charge. And uh, once again, if you want to catch the bonus episode, and if you are not already uh, uh, a patron, I encourage you to at least consider becoming a patron. Visit patreon.com slash that thing with James. You can uh, see there a list of what I have to offer and for what. And, uh, and once again, to those who already support the show, thank you. And for the everyone... Thank you for tuning in. Uh, I love you, and I will catch you next time. Mwah. Bye.